Hey, what's up, y'all? We back again on that martyr train into Cali. This is Prince of Fresh Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ray Coleman, man. And I got the the freshest of the princes with me again today. What's up, Cole? Man, what's up? What's up, Rain? How you doing? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying my life in Cali. Back to back. Well, the martyr train is not in California, sir. So. Uh, you don't know that. The underground martyr train. I, okay. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to go back and forth with you on that one. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to Prince of Fresh Podcast. We are here to discuss, dissect, and commiserate, and have thoughts and hot takes on none other than Bel Air and Peacock's sensational show, Bel Air. Yeah. So, um, how you feeling? Um, <laughs> uh, I have an announcement to make, everyone. Um, this episode, Rain is going to have to talk me into continuing watching this show. I have another. So you're gonna have to do. You have a. You have a very tall task, buddy, because I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. Plot twist: You have to do the same for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, here we go. Interesting. Yeah, here we go, y'all. So, um, Prince of Fresh. Yes. (laughs) What are your, what's going on, man? Give me some initial thoughts. What's on your mind? (laughs) <laughs> I, I I don't think I can just give you initial thoughts. Okay. I think everything is really going to come when we get into the breakdown of the show. Okay. But you're going to have to talk to me. I guess we're going to have to figure out how to. This might be the last episode of Prince of Fresh, y'all. Just, no, just I'm, you know. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a little bit more forgiving than you, so I don't need as much talking. But I. Uh-oh. I. Wrangle me in, buddy. I'm, so, I'm, let me just say you this. I've watched the episode three times and I'm still pissed off. And mm. I'll probably get into the rant later. I might do the rant early. So maybe we can have a very calm show the rest of the rest of the, uh, the rest of the episode. <laughs> hey, but man, do what you gotta do. I'm, I'm pissed and I don't, I'm just pissed off. Sorry. Um, I, no, I get you. I hear you. I feel like this show, season two, feels like what we get in a season one reboot of any other show. Um, I am enjoying the imagery. I think, you know, everyone looks good, just like last season. This feels like, it feels like there's something, it, it feels like there's something missing, like it's moving a little slow, but it also feels like it's moving too fast. If that makes sense, like there's something about this that feels just a little, little off. Um, I'm enjoying seeing my, you know, favorite characters again. I will say that within all my critiques, I think Carlton is the character that I am able to latch on to, who feels most consistent from season one. Mm. But 
Let's uh let's let's kick things off. So uh to, to start off light before we get too heavy, what you got for us, Cole? <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to start a se- we're doing a segment every week where we have the freshest of the week uh per episode. This week, jazz. Jazz Say was it. the freshest of the week, man. Um mm-hmm. his outfit, record store outfit, he went Yo. retro with the Fubu jersey. Fubu. With the blue Fubu jersey, I thought that was amazing, it was dope. Brought me back. He was wearing, he was listening to Tupac in the record store. Thought that was amazing. Then we get to the lunch outfit where he has this vintage vintage wool um, cardigan, or maybe it was a kimono. I really couldn't tell because mm-hmm. I, I was trying to find out if it had buttons or not. If it didn't mm-hmm. have buttons, I think it was a kimono, but I think it did. It was, I was trying to pause it and find out, but I it, was too bad. It did have buttons. Um, and now it had buttons. Yeah. Yeah. And so he had this vintage wool. Um, cardigan, which was was very dope, uh, and the club outfit where he had the short sleeve, the short sleeves, everything that he wore in this episode. Yeah, he was the freshest of the week, man. I, I couldn't. I the what 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 got what um what sold it for me was the retro football uh, football jersey. I was yes. like, yes. there's no way, and it's not a lot of people who can wear that and then still make it look cool. But Jazz, mm-hmm. just, he just uh, that's what that's what got me. So. Had to yeah. give it to Jazz. Freshest of the week. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think Carlton looks good in the sense that he fits that preppy aesthetic, that preppy mode. Will look good because he kind of teaches that line of that preppy and then that West Philly, whatever. But Jazz, whoever is doing wardrobe for that young man is knocking it out of the park because episode yeah. one, he was fresh as hell too. So I'm, I agree. I agree. No contest there. So, <laughs> a few things happened this episode. There were quite a few storylines. Um, <clears throat> I guess where would you... I would, let, me, let me let me get mine out the way, man. Go ahead. I, I'm just this is deep into the episode, <laughs> and I know we're probably gonna go out of order with this, and I yeah, wanted absolutely. to go ahead and try to do it in order, but I can't. I'm here's my gripe. Come on, come on. Um, so in this episode, let me do it. Let's do, well, we'll do a breakdown. In this episode, we start off with, um, the whole thing with Will and the basketball stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another storyline that's, which I, it's really weird with Aunt Viv and this whole thing with the, mm-hmm. with Reed. We have a teacher who is teaching outside of the curriculum, mm-hmm. um, we have Jackie and the coach figuring out what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. And then we have Hillary and Jazz's relationship. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to just go, let me get this ran out of the way. I, I refuse to, I'm going to refuse to watch this show if we're going to go down the path that I think we're going down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hillary says, yo, I want you to meet my parents. Mm-hmm. Come on. Try to meet my parents and I want them to know. I want to show that this relationship is real. We've had a whole bunch of craziness happen with their relationship on here, as far as like her borrowing his car. He's, you know, asking her, "Hey, like, don't let nobody drive it. This is one of my prized positions, so on and so forth." Mm-hmm. Let your little raggedy friend get behind the wheel. He right. <sighs> <laughs> 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 
So this show, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to be angry, man, on this. Hey, let it they, out. They get, they get to the point. We were at the point where she's like, "Hey, I want to apologize, make up for, for what I did for lunch. Have lunch over here at my place. Hey, let's take it to the next level. I want you to meet my parents." She's like, "I just don't let anybody meet my folks." I'm like, "Okay, cool. This is gonna be dope. I can't wait because this is supposed to be a different type of Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv." Okay. And she, she says, "Hey." I want y'all, I want to have lunch, and I thought we'd have lunch with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And then this look of disappointment and like eye rolling of like Jazz being her boyfriend and the way that they were trying to, like, like he didn't even want to dap the man up. Like, and haven't they met him already? Didn't they meet yes. him? They said, they said, Oh, what's Jazz doing here? Jazz, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then she was I'm like, Jazz sure. is my boyfriend. And they just like, the banks is supposed to be about black culture. They're supposed to love black people. Hmm. Jazz is not. He's an entrepreneur. He don't. He's not out here acting wild. Like, am I missing a disconnect here? Yes. He's not. He's not no street nigga. Like he's. I, they like when she said that's my boyfriend, and they kind of was just like, oh, oh lord. I, that resonated with me because I've I've been there before. Mm -hmm. I've had I've had people. I mean, I've I've had you know girlfriends who have some have some money, a little bit of money. And their parents is... don't really feel like their parents didn't feel like I was good enough for their daughter, mm -hmm. and that hurts. And especially when you are portrayed as these black people who want to um, uplift black culture and you want to be not. a part of like making sure that like blackness is is um is put in the forefront i don't know what the problem is with like her dating jazz or why why the writers would write it like that like they they are disappointed that it's jazz and maybe i'm reading too much into it i don't think so but i think you are the way that they the way they portrayed her saying that that was her boyfriend really irked me because i'm like wait shouldn't y'all be proud of i mean shouldn't y'all be happy about her dating someone who's an entrepreneur Someone who's not out here in the streets acting a fool. Somebody who's not doing your typical, you know, nigga shit. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not a bad person. So why am I getting those types of vibes from them when it comes to her introducing him as her? Like, am I, Rain, am I, am I crazy? No. First of all. Uh, no, if you are, then we both crazy. I, that would... <sighs> This is one of my problems with reboots. I fear that they are trying to emulate that jazz feel relationship from the original series, but with this more dramatic mood. And that hasn't been the story you've established. You now, I will say, I want to wait and see what happens in the next episode because they do sit down and have a conversation about it. But this initial reaction much like you i was very shocked because one they know jazz um two everything you said he is a they're very respectability politics because viv one thing i've noticed is she talks a lot of shit about west philly and it being home and this and that but that is only in relation to i'm you know i've been from back in the day i'm from the hood or whatever else it's it never seemed like she's fighting for getting artists of color of different backgrounds into Thank this you. this like um fellowship thing cool 
But when you only speak about West Philly when Will is doing something crazy or you miss some food from back in the day or some shit like that, <clears throat> to me it feels like it's an aesthetic. It is a, a fond memory. It's I have money now and I don't want to be around this, which is so weird because Jazz, like you said, is if out of all the characters on the show, Will is more of that bad influence from Phil. Like he's more of that personality you wouldn't want around your daughter not even saying he's a bad person but out of all of the cast members he is that person um and then even with phil it just it feels like a weird turn to take with these characters given everything we went through last season and okay, given so the the amount of importance placed on blackness and black culture from Thank phil you. being an alpha from uh viv being from philly from the West Philly aesthetic and culture being so ingrained in wheel that even coming to Bel Air, that's the culture shock. It's not that I'm black in a white space, it's I'm a particular type of black in a white space. And then let me just interject for a second. Mm -hmm. How can y'all feel like that about jazz when on the other side of y'all storyline, y'all are gonna try to fight for this black teacher who got fired on, um, for no, you, it, mm -hmm. that, to me, those things don't go together. How no, are you no. going to fight for a black teacher? Like, well, she's the only black teacher in the school, but you're upset or you're a little she's disappointed. She's a particular kind of black. She's the she's the again respectability. She's that black. And even okay, he owns his own business. He's he don't. Not, he's he got a fire ass apartment. Bracket. He got a fire apartment. He they owns don't know his own that. business. They don't know that. All they know is that this is jazz. This is the man. He's not that... living with his mama. He's not in somebody's basement. And it's like I, I understand care. the OG. Fresh Prince, where Jazz was like the comic relief. Oh, let me throw him out because he's always doing something crazier. He's always flirting with, um, he's always flirting with my daughter. He always saying something out the way. Mm -hmm. But that's not this Jazz. Yeah, he's been yeah. respectful. He hasn't really. The only thing you could probably say about him is when Will yep. left, he he him up. was like picked him up and like you stay with me. He but he but didn't again, have that's to his do friend. that. But that's but what I'm saying that's still his friend. Just like. Jeffrey is your friend, and y'all didn't did some dirty shit. But apparently, I, I hate that storyline too. Yeah, no, we we get to. <laughs> ah, Cole, oh God, y'all who watch it, look at Cole. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I felt that, brother. <laughs> but, what, but what I'm saying, bringing that up, what I'm saying is, their jazz parallels so much that's already going on or, or that's been established that this response to him even if they're going to take it a, a different way in episode three my thing is your job as the show is to it's like you're leading me to believe even if it's not right in the show that they don't like they don't want them together because he's not good enough for their daughter right that's what i'm getting from this interaction so if it was truly like um she's not mature enough or i want her to wait to date like any whatever i don't care what the reason it might be but if you haven't i feel like this scene would have went an entirely different way had they opened the door faked being happy and then when jazz and hillary went to go set the table like oh we got to talk about this and then get into whatever the like even if i okay how do i put this even if whatever their reasoning is i don't agree with i think putting on a face for jazz and not making him feel like shit is more important even if you want to have them be like he's not good enough for my daughter later on because what is the reason you can't do, you that? do that but no you but can't I'm, do that i'm not saying I'm, it's no, right I'm, I'm i'm no hold on mm -hmm. Go ahead. you can't do that 
If you're going to sit up here and put the banks in a situation where they fighting for black folks and they're fighting, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be fighting for equality, then if that's the case, um, what's the, um, what is Will's girlfriend's name? I, I Lisa or, um, kick Lisa's ass up out of here. That's what no, you do. Cause she's she, cause she, to... cause she, she's not from means. Her dad's a fucking get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Hey. No. If hey. you are supposed to be the banks that's folk that's fighting for black folks and y'all care about the culture and y'all give a damn about like how we come up and uh, this whole the whole situation with with, with Will and stuff like should, that, then it shouldn't even be. The, you're missing. You're missing it. You're no, missing I'm, how fake. No, 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 no. Not not seriously. You're missing it. But what I'm saying is, Lisa is the exception because she's at Bel Air. They knew her mother. There's that. You're then. Then they need to be sellout motherfuckers. Then instead of being yes, like we fight for her. black culture, and I want all these young black artists they to be a part of line. what's going. Get out of here, they man. They teetering that hey, line. That's what I'm some, saying. Hey, Bel Air, where's the camera? Hey, get some better <laughs> writers. How about that? <laughs> get some better writers. If you want, oh. if y'all want this to work, like then they need to be sellouts or something like that. Because I can't do. I'm not sitting up here. I was rooting for this show really, really hard because it really felt like they was like giving a damn about black people. And again, mm-hmm. I don't know where the storyline is going, and I might be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll eat my words. Nothing yeah, wrong with that. But, but you're not wrong as now. of right now. Yeah, that whole situation with jazz, I'm not fucking with this shit. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I really, I really feel like that kind of set me up for, um, being disappointed. Yeah, and I, I think to your point, if you are going to give us this type of storyline, you already have Doc. You already have Phil being upset at the influence of Doc. Like whatever energy you have for him and Hillary, put that on Will and and like that. That feels like an acceptable place to point that aggression or that issue or whatever. So no, I'm I'm with you. Listeners, let and, us and know. Jazz is not no hood nigga. Like he not doing hood shit. Like he. He's very respectable in my eyes. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm yeah. in the fucking dark about shit. But I, I didn't like it. That that that, that really felt like they 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 um turned their back on me as a black person. Mm. I felt very um stabbed in the back from that whole thing. And again, I don't know where the story's going. But yeah, but right now, but what we got right now. So regardless if we don't know where it's going, what you presented us with right now. And one thing that I've uh, come to learn throughout my years of like just consuming media, when a show is done well, even if you don't like the show, when it's done well, everything on screen matters. So you don't have unnecessary scenes. And I say that to further emphasize your point. That scene could have been cut out altogether, or it could have went a different way, but you chose to present it to us this way, even if it was to uh, elicit this response to then subvert our expectations in episode three. But this is what we got until next week. So, and I might not want to watch the show next week. Oh, okay, y'all, I'll watch it and I'll let you know what they do. I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> no, I feel it. I feel you. This I feel is you. one of the few, like. <sighs> no, and I feel you. This is one of this, not this. I, I love this show. Mm-hmm. Well, I loved it. I don't know how much love I'm gonna give for Bro, it for break the rest up of the year. But like, this is from look. There's certain things in black shows that we, I, I love to see. Mm-hmm. Let me let me throw this out here, and Come this on. is not on no creepy shit and no weird shit. Vivian Banks in this um show is beautiful. She is a beautiful mm-hmm. black woman from that way I she agree. walks to how she talks to her hairstyles, like the way she carries herself, mm-hmm. all of that. The children, I feel like how they have the kids in this in this um show, 
very like they they match. I feel like everything. I mean, this is not best I man holiday, you. bro. You I feel, feel you. me? Like funny enough that you bring that up. We're gonna bring it up again a little later, but go ahead. Right. Like everything about this show works for me. Like I'm mm. like, oh, like I lo- the only person who don't work for me is Uncle Phil, and I think that's just a personal thing. But like the way Vivian talks, th- this episode when she was just like, wait, they find that black teacher in there? Oh, mm-hmm. we gonna do something about this? Mm-hmm. That's what a black mom would do. Oh, my child, she needs her black teacher. In her- yes, we gonna mm-hmm. figure this out. It's stuff like that in this show that feels super relatable to me that makes me want to continue to watch the show. Like, yeah. Hillary, her whole situation that's going on right now, that's some real stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get caught up with trying to impress a friend mm-hmm. that really ain't shit, but she's trying to figure it out. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. The jazz. Jazz is, like, one of the coolest people on this show the coolest, I, love, I love how they portray him in this sh- like it's a it's an all black cast we don't get some they're not stereotypes to me mm-hmm. is what i'm saying yeah like that everybody has their own thing like it just feels good but when you bring in some bullshit which is jazz is not good enough for get out of stop mm-hmm. trying to play me <laughs> don't set me up for the fall yeah. And having me believe that like everything that you just showed me about Philip and, and Vivian is bullshit. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. No, I think that's fair. Um, because this is why I stopped watching Mayfair Witches. Not that it's the same type of show, but they had a black character who wasn't a she didn't have a huge role on screen, but like her presence was felt. And the way that they took her out the game, I was like, How are you how are you okay with doing this to a black body? Like doing this on screen, and I just checked out. So I feel you. I think that you know, if it ain't working for you, it ain't working for you, and you have every right to be like, "Nah, this ain't what I want." Um, I I do feel similarly about some other storylines in this episode, and I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that by episode three, things start to come together for me because I that really threw me for a loop. I like I was upset with Hillary for just springing this shit on him, but I couldn't even be like mad at her, right? Because I was like, okay, maybe you're speaking to the difference in like the tax bracket. Like you grew up with money, so maybe you're. But, but I can't even give you that. No, no, because okay, Philip not dapping that man up, and you are out no. for all out of all that. You not even you only want to. Dap- and I understand that. Oh, that's my daughter. But it that wasn't no. because it wasn't your daughter. That's because you don't feel like he's good enough for her. Like don't 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 give that. me that bullshit about you sitting I wasn't talking about with the damn alphas and all this other. And you didn't even want to dap the man up. Get out of here, man. I'm talking about Hillary, like, but I understand. I understand. I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm just talking <laughs> okay. to you. It's off. No, I get it. I get. It. I promise you, I do, and I feel like your your anger is justified because again, we, this is black media by black folks, and we're still getting. Now, I will say everything's not going to be perfect. This is not a, an excuse for the no. missteps that we perceive in this episode but i will say everything's not going to be perfect but at the same time there is a level of awareness that you have to have when season one was so good you know and i'm not even gonna say season one was perfect but like come on i i love me some hillary i love me some coco jones i don't like the direction that i'm seeing her go in this season specifically with jazz not even the like house stuff i like the argument 
I like focusing on her being a um, content creator because that is what people are doing now of all ages. So to see this very specific issue of brand deals, uh, marketing stuff, and having to bump up against that with friendships and frenemies, this ain't the 90s where it could be, oh, girl, I want to run a school newspaper. No, this is things that are actually up. So I, I like that. But this whole situation with Jazz and her, I don't feel like Hillary is handling any of this well. And that is so frustrating to me. Because Jazz even asked her, he was like, well, if it wasn't for uh, Ivy putting her fucking lips down my throat, would you have even wanted to uh, claim me? It's just like, oh, well, that's when I realized such and such. And I can almost give you that. But even when it comes to meeting your family, if you thought for a second that there was a sliver of they may not feel the same way about you that I do, why spring this on him like that? Yeah, like, why? That, that was so weird to me. Um. And I don't understand the reasoning for it. Like, what I, I get him being nervous because, yeah, you've met them, but you ain't met them as her boyfriend. But her being like, oh, and they're walking up now. Hillary, what are we doing? What, in what world does that make sense? And that's why I say maybe it's something about the privilege of being like wealthy, but it's like you're not even considering this man's feelings of how he would react or if he's ready to meet your parents in that way. Like, there's no conversation that could be had. Right. That shit blew me that yeah and then as soon as i like as soon as that shit slapped me across the face and i was like okay hold the fuck up then the feel shit came in so i was like i this her letting ivy drive his car her not claiming him into ivy kiss which i'm kind of on the fence about that because i can see how yeah. And you brought up the whole, and you made this point last week about the whole influencer thing. Like, he, she was just like, "Well, I'm an influencer, and I have to make men, uh, I have to let people feel like I'm attainable, and and I couldn't no, do this." And this I, ain't ninety nine. But you brought, but you brought. I remember you brought that up last week. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, Rain this did shit, say that." Because it's, it's stupid to tell. Because this is not nineteen ninety nine, where there's tabloids and there's young Disney cartoon, Disney cartoon, Disney and Nickelodeon <laughs> child stars, and you want to. Um, you want to give that allure of attainability because these young teen girls and boys are like interested. Like I, I get the psychology behind it. Then, ma'am, this is twenty twenty three. What do you mean? I don't want to have this. And then, what's really pissed me off about that line is there's nothing in her history of this show that presents the idea of her being sexually and romantically available being helpful to her brand except for her doing something she didn't want to do which was being that lingerie and cooking but we got rid that of that wasn't even supposed to come out remember she didn't even put that out the content the content house manager put that out on her but even with that regardless to how it came out that still was never that it wasn't that wasn't her choice okay there and we've moved past that to where your brand is not sex so you having a husband and three kids or having a boyfriend on the side or whatever maybe there's something that i'm missing maybe if you if you some content girlies out there who are faking like you're single and you're not and this is actually legitimate let me know but this there's ain't 1999 this ain't 2002 yeah no i'm sure there are but like that ain't the brand that you had. Like, I, I feel like we're not digging deep enough into certain parts of the show that would make that make sense. Like, if Ivy had a house meeting, this is just off the top of my head, and was like, okay, you know, we, we, we are all girl house, you know, me and like women's and women's bodies. Um, 
with the boyfriend, we get 90, 92% sales. But if we appear that we don't have none, we get nine. Like if you're giving me something that um, supports this claim that she's making, then I'm all for it. But nothing about her history gives me that impression that because that would be a conversation that if it was had before Ivy kissed him and there was supporting content supporting that shit, I would be like, okay, I can kind of see where she's coming from. And if this is their conflict, figuring out how to date and be a content creator, then I'm all for it. But you haven't done that work. You're just telling me shit that happened off screen. No, no, Hillary. You the one who talks shit about a a food company (laughs) on IG Live because they weren't trying to take your, uh, use your black ass recipes. But this again, the more black empowerment stuff, which again, she gets from Vivian and Philip, and now they don't like Jack. Get the, stop. Can we move? Okay. Oh, yeah, let's finish up what you need to finish up about the Hillary <laughs> stuff. So, I'm no, no, done that's talking my, about it because it, it, the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off because mm-hmm. I, I just feel like y'all are. If anything, if y'all want to do something, God damn it. If you guys want to do those types of that kind of storyline with. Hillary and Jazz, I would much rather y'all go the route of she's doing it again. She's falling in love with some guy, and he he's un, he he doesn't know. know that she's just not responsible enough to be in a relationship. Yeah, like that should be some. The narrative of that should should be that. I don't feel like you can establish that the 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 Bankses are people who care about black people and what's going on, but not like this this guy because of whatever because of a mm-hmm. because of the tax bracket or whatever the case may be because of class well we don't we if don't anything again if anything especially if the if vivian especially vivian if she's behind if they're behind if they're behind the blackness that they want to support she should have been like well he's an entrepreneur he does he's a good he's a good guy like but you also should have to sell somebody on your humanity, though. That shouldn't be an. Now I can see if he's some, you know, like I don't know, troublemaker, whatever. Even that's subjective, because like, what are, what is it? Is it that he's poor? So, but no, I'm with you. I, I, I think I'm going to try my well, best try to, to hold start off. Your own business. How about that? Because you don't. No, no. Take it from somebody who's but an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm broke all the time. I'm paying I'm, for no, no, no. What I'm saying is they may not basis. know. But I don't think that you need to sell your humanity to somebody just for them to like you. Like, even if he was poor, working at, you know, let's say fast food and just making his meat, that don't make him any less deserving than if he is this entrepreneur running his business. The only thing I could see being an issue is that if he is a bad influence, like he's in and out of jail doing X, Y, and Z, but even that, but you know, whatever we could talk about that for hours. So uh I, I let's just, I just want them, I just want them to continue to support black people in the way that they can they have portrayed, you know, <laughs> since Uncle Phil is this alpha and he gives he gives a fuck about going to the damn barbecue, stepping his fucking when it works for him and shit like that. When it works Get for the him, fuck out of here, man. He ain't revisited that shit since. So, you know, we see what type of man and you can't is. even shake you couldn't even shake the damn man, the man's damn hand. Get out of here. I'm done with this show. Give me hey. something else. Okay, I got you. Let's let's move uh, on to. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Grand Crew. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> let's do a Grand what? Crew podcast. I'm not hey, watching this shit no more. Get away from here. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's. I'm with. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Grand Crew. 
afresh. Uh, so let's move on to uh, Carlton. So Carlton has a few storylines. He has Carlton in the BSU. We have um, Carlton in his anxiety meds. And we have, uh, well, with the BSU, we have something else with this older lady. Before getting into that, I do want to shout out Riley Downs. Now, this young woman, she plays Yasmin Stats, the uh, president of the BSU. I looked at her face the entire first episode, and I was like, why does this little black girl look familiar? She has been in Four Brothers back in 2005. She was in The Best Man Holiday in 2013. She, uh, more recently, where I know her from, like, off visually looking at her is Darby mm. and the Dead. And I think that was 2022 or 2023, where she was a medium who spoke to the dead, but she was in high school. It was like a like a young YA type thing. Oh, I seen that movie. Hey, she that shit was that's good. Her. I had to I think about you, it. That's her. Um, that's her. I had to look that up. I was like, nah, nah, that hold up now. Hey, she did what she needed to do. I enjoyed yeah. that. I think that was a good yeah. young people movie. Wanting a whole bunch of sex and drugs and cussing and shit. Like, it was a wholesome movie with a fun message and some supernatural shit. And she killed it. So when I when I looked up her I name, go back I was and like, watch it. hey, yes. Because that... <laughs> and that she's funny. Good, this is a funny girl. So shout out to her. Um, I saw on the IMD, IMDb breakdown that she's only in three episodes of this season or of the show, period. So it's, uh, I'm a little down about that because I'm like, she use her. She is good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Use that girl. So, uh, but yeah, so let's um, start out because this one I think is going to elicit less of a response. <laughs> Carlton in his no, anxiety. No, it, it's going to have a response for me on oh, this it one is? too. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. I so don't like Carlton, the black teacher saying, "Well, this is gonna no, be no, no. girl." No, we're going. Please. We're going the the his other storyline first. So Carlton, um, we've established that he has issues with anxiety. I'm not certain, like what the uh, medical breakdown is when it comes to that. I'll just say anxiety. And so while we deal with some stuff with Will and Phil is going to talk to him, Carlton catches him in the hallway. He's like, "Hey, um, have you thought more about my drugs?" My anxiety drugs is kind of messing with me. They're fucking up my sleep. And by fucking mm. up my sleep, I can't study. And by not studying while I'm preparing for college, this is giving me more anxiety than before the medicine. And I'm not one who deals with anxiety on a like medically diagnosed way, but I understand Same. the thoughts and frustrations of being like overstimulated and, and needing shit to just be quiet. Mm. Um and having feel, I was, I, I'm gonna tell you, I wasn't happy with Phil this episode, and it carried over from the last episode. But this part of the storyline really did soften Phil to me a little bit more. So Phil tells him, like, me and your mom, we're gonna talk to the doctor, and we're going to keep an open mind. And I thought yeah. he was just brushing them off. So I was like, oh, you want me to hate this man? But what ultimately <laughs> happened was the Guilty. doctor. <laughs> Oh, we know. We know. Oh, we know. Yeah, that was implied. But what ultimately happened is Vivian and Phil sat with the doctor um, with a telemedical call. It was on the computer. And the doctor explained to them, like, you could loosen the reins a bit. And so one yeah. thing that really stuck out to me that I, I, I liked about that scene is that Vivian was like, well... Um, not verbatim, but she was like, oh, well, um, we don't want to take him off the drugs. You know, you got to, you want to make sure he stays stable or whatever. And the doctor was saying like, look, he's going to be 18 soon. You want to give him a little bit of leeway now while you have the power to do so. Because when Mm -hmm. this man is grown and it's not necessarily like, oh, he's still your child, control him. He's like, no, because if he weans himself off the medicine, that's not going to be good. Where if we can slowly 
decrease the dosage. And I'm like, this this conversation in and of itself, I I it, it almost brought me to tears because yeah. when it comes to black people and anxiety issues, mental health issues that are not blatant, like multiple personality schizophrenia if, when it's not that very obvious this is what's going on when it's like depression and anxiety and stuff historically it has been looked at as prayed away or why are you playing around you ain't got this that and the third and i like the way that this storyline was handled and i like mm-hmm. the specific conversation because with this conversation you're able to imply trouble in the past catch us up to speed and then discuss discuss something that I think is a fear of some black people is getting on these medicines and being like, I don't know, zoned out for the rest of your life when just they're, they're... Well, being an addict. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And and what the doctor is saying, even though it's not blatant to the, to the audience is that though he may be on these drugs for a long part of his life, there's a, there's ways that you can wean yourself off or you can, uh, switch the doses because i think what people hear like oh a, a psychiatrist gives you a prescription it's like oh now i'm gonna be addicted i'm, I'm gonna go to the quote-unquote crazy house or whatever mm-hmm. else and it's like because it's not normalized which i that word but it's not normalized in a way that makes um learning about it feel um comfortable right like and i liken it to and this is going to be very extreme i liken it to the aids crisis back in the 80s to hear the word aids it's like no no no, because i think this is a good enough um explanation when it came to AIDS, you're you're stressed and you're worried oh i don't want to get it and so you stay away from it but learning more about it and i say AIDS because everybody know what the AIDS and hiv is but when you learn more about it and you learn about the um medical advancements with treatment and then with the virus itself mm-hmm. that's more commonplace than mental health stuff i feel you could talk to somebody about you got pills commercials for pills and shit on every day so so what i'm saying is this conversation specifically this type of conversation about carlton about a black boy who is dealing with anxiety and his drugs and about altering those drugs so that he feels more like himself i think was very important because you don't even get to the point of having that conversation usually when you talk about black people and mental health and Mm -hmm. especially young people so that's my (laughs) That's my thoughts there about that storyline. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, man. I think, I think, it, especially, uh, you made a good point, especially about the being in the black community that like we don't handle those things. Oh, well, I'm not gonna say that. I think we've evolved and yes, we've gotten to yes. a point where we we're at a point now where certain generations mm-hmm. get it, and yeah. now we're, I mean, those those past generations of black people kind of. Are pushed back a little bit more now mm-hmm. and we're coming into the uh, the time where um certain generations are like i get it i understand yeah let's handle it the right way mm-hmm. so yeah i have to i have to agree with you on that i feel like that whole situation with um him and anxiety um is being handled correctly but mm-hmm. on the flip side mm-hmm. oh but before you do that i, I want to be this clear. Is going yeah, no, no, no. I see that. I'm not happy about that. But that is also a reality of this stuff sometimes. But I do, I w- I do want to say that me mentioning that uh, black people in the past have been um, not so open to this type of conversation is not to knock anybody. This is my community. I'm just bringing this to light. So you know, shit is a different time. The '90s. You can have a very special homosexual episode in the 2023. We have homosexual lead characters. So right. there is 
there is a difference in time. So and we have a multiverse of Ashley. So there's that. The okay. future is great. We're going to get there. Let's let's. Uh, but no, no. Where do you see? Which I think is quite obvious. But where do you see this Carlton and Drug storyline going? He gonna why relapse. is that an issue for you? He gonna relapse. Mm-hmm. He gonna I, relapse. I don't know how it's gonna happen. Oh, we saw it when that white boy put that substance on his uh, uh stethoscope. Not stethoscope. Yeah, but like how it? we get how we getting there. I, don't I just. Know. The stress of the I, I I really like Carlton now, like same, same, <laughs> and not because he can go to the B, the BSU, just in general. Because we finally got to, we're finally at a point where um, Carlton and Will are having like a great relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. They, man, I love the scenes that they have together because it feels really good, and the two yeah. actors actually have chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it's like. I like this, and I like the way the whole thing is going with him sneaking out with Will and bruh. And he was just like, "Hey, Will, like, let's do these things and let's do yes. this and like very minor scene, a mm-hmm. very minor thing that happened, but I loved it so much, and I was like, "Man, I love these two. Yeah. The morning after they went out, <laughs> and they were sitting at the at the at the at the bar, um, yeah, eating breakfast, and they just. Yeah, and they just like, and they, yeah, man, come on, man, yes. like, I don't want that to stop, and I yeah. feel like probably when we get to probably episode five, it's just gonna go down here because I feel yeah. like he's gonna relapse, and I don't want that to happen. Like, but they're gonna be arguing. I saw that in a little super super cut trailer of the season. They're gonna argue, yeah. but you know, hey, as long as we end up, but that's that's life. But I, I'm with you. I do like them together. I like them as a unit. I like them sneaking out together. Uh, that was one of the moments that I could excuse. I could suspend belief. Because remember when, when Will first escaped and he climbed over that fence and got caught. Now, Carlton, now, and this is, this is I think, was done well where he said, you know, there's only one way out of here to avoid cameras. And they ultimately did the same thing, but we don't know if they went like a back way or something. Right. But I was like, I don't know about this, but I'm going to accept it because I like what's going on here. Right. So, right. I like their shenanigans. Jazz and Carlton, to me, I like that because he was like, man, we're going to South Central. <laughs> Carlton said, give me more credit. I, you think I don't know that? Like, that was. I I don't know if I'm just hungry for this black boy joy type of scenario, but they're also doing a damn good job with it. So, yeah, I'm with you there. So now let's get to the ugly. Um, Carlton meets up with the BSU um, because of some things that go on with Ashley. Do you want to hit the Ashley stuff first and come back to this? Or? Yeah, let's go to Ashley Alpha okay. and Omega real quick. Because so with that, I'm, I hate this shit. Okay, this is well, dumb. Let's, let's set the scene. For those of you who have watched episodes one and two, and those of you who have not, the issue about the Ashley storyline to me can be summed up in one audio clip, and that is... When you're black, you're never really lonely because there will always be a white person all up in your business. Hmm. So true. <laughs> so true. So, go take it away. <laughs> go. So, in my... <laughs> In my notes, yes. <laughs> how you gonna fire a teacher for 
giving out home, extra homework. It's not a part of the career. And so Ashley, um, Ash, Ashley Alpha mm-hmm. was giving extra homework to Ashley Omega so they can go through the multiverse of Bel Air, yes. Fresh Prince world, <laughs> and so she could be successful and be the president in Bel Air world uh, 2059. Yes. And there is a white student who is very upset that Ashley gets all the extra homework. I'm, ooh, I'm mad because you got to do these extra book reports. And so, say what? I don't think that's it. I think it's that she's giving her this black shit. It ain't even, a, it's it's not the homework. But hey, hey, here's, hey, Ashley, uh, Ashley Omega is black. Don't matter Duh. when you're when you're used to getting the world handed to you. She's black. Why is it wrong for her to know more about her blackness and evolved as a black woman? Mm-hmm. That little white girl. First of all, let me just get this out the She's way. The too. only one. Okay. That little <laughs> white girl site is not that good. She didn't see what them book them book titles were. But she heard her. She heard them talking though. She was close enough. I'll give go to that. class. For what? Don't Why? Don't ask with a white girl. Get again. Be something. Be somebody in your life. She is somebody. She's a snitch. <laughs> She's a tattletale with that high ponytail. Get out of I here. I just feel like I just feel like fi- so Ashley Alpha gets fired mm-hmm. from being a teacher, which causes the whole multiverse in to go into shambles. <laughs> Because <laughs> Ashley Omega can't get the the line that she needs to be president in tw- in in uh fresh uh fresh Prince of Bel Air universe twenty fifty nine, so um we get to a point where Ashley talks to her parents about uh Ashley uh Alpha getting fired and we're and um Aunt Viv is gonna do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate this. But then again, I love it because I don't have to see Ashley Omega ever again for the rest of the season because I didn't want her on the show in the first place. But it's a little Ashley, right? Hmm? <laughs> you said Ashley Omega, the little one. Oh, sorry, Ashley Alpha. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I get them confused. <laughs> they look so they alike. Look alike. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same person. They have this multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, man. Hey. Um. I, I just wrote in my notes. I said, "How? Why does the teacher get fired for just giving out extra work? Because all she really want. doing is just making her write book reports on stuff. And it's like, why couldn't it be this? So they said that she was teaching stuff outside of the curriculum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How does that affect? And maybe you can help me, Rain, because maybe I'm stupid." How is that affecting the little white girl who does she want to know more about blackness? No, like, don't. I don't get mama. it. No, the fact is they're putting this black woman in her place. That's what it is. What would have made more sense is if the book that she gave to Ashley, she made everybody read it. Then it's like, okay, okay. girl, hold up, yes. what are you doing? But the yeah. thing is, how dare this black woman? Which and I and this is something I really I considered for a long time. And I said, well, with the real world issues that we're having with like critical race theory that's only being taught in like one college in Florida, a college, like things like that, that are real world events that are circling and going on. How does that affect this show? And my thought was, if it came to any other race of people, 
giving any other piece of history about themselves, I don't think it would be a problem. But the fact that this black woman had the audacity to nurture something within this black girl. Oh, we're not having that because again, the comment that they made last episode was, I wish more of my teachers were like you, Miss Hughes. I wish more of my students were thirsty to learn or whatever she said, which implies that most of Ashley's other teachers that in, in um, addition to what Vivian said during the parent teacher conference meeting or whatever that she was, is that there are mainly white teachers there. You had a, a, a prestigious academy, predominantly white with predominantly white staff. We can infer that Miss Hughes is one of may, maybe five black student, black teachers there. So mm-hmm. how dare this black woman come in and it ain't about the homework. How dare you express this interest in this blackness and give this attention to this black girl that you're not giving to me? Or how dare you do it, period? Like, let me put you in your place. Because why does this little motherfucker have all this power to influence who has a fucking job? Miss Hughes ain't touched nobody. Miss Hughes ain't cussed nobody out. Yeah. Miss Hughes ain't did nothing. on. They have not established that she's done anything vindictive or disgusting. Or and the fact abusive. That, there we go. So the fact that I am, and then, and then, then let me take it even further. And this really pissed me off when I thought about it. If you're going to be upset that she's giving out this extra work, whatever, the very conversation that Ashley Alpha had with that little girl in the whole class, because she said, what do I do if I don't agree with what, this, what the book is saying? She said, you, you fight to the, she didn't say it literally, but you fight to the death and you cite your sources as to why you don't like this book. So like, She's not showing favoritism. She's the fucking teacher. If I taught a class and there was a black, a young black boy amongst a lot of different races, and I see he has no other black male figures in this learning space, I'm going to talk to him. I'm yeah. going to give him the, like, what the fuck is that? Like, why the fuck can I not connect with a motherfucker? who I'm already in charge of as my job and as my moral duty as this educator. So because this other little motherfucker over here is in her feelings, okay, fine. Let's hear her mom out and why she thinks this is wrong, but let's also talk about why the fuck I think is wrong. You're employing me. I'm here. You hired me for a reason. Like the shit is so weird and we get so many microaggressions and so many bullshit situations like this as black people. Mm-hmm. And I am not a woman. I'm not a black woman, but I can only fucking imagine how uh, how fucking annoying it is to be constantly hit with this bullshit day in and day out. And the fact that this little girl with her underdeveloped brain that I am in charge of pouring into can get me fired because I gave one student, because you have not established she's done this with anybody else. I gave right. one student a book and this little girl, didn't, it's like what the fuck? What world is this? Where do we live? What is this? So, I don't know. That that shit was weird as fuck to me. And can I... Go ahead. And I'm trying to understand, like, I don't feel like the teacher forced this on her. It feel, it, to me, it feels like, because we really don't have a really... Uh, maybe I'm not catching the clues, but it felt like Ashley maybe came to her about... No, they already talked about this as a class. In the first episode, they had to have like discussed the Black Panthers and yeah. actually expressed interest in knowing more about. Okay. Oh, damn, it was a one. Oh, forgive me. I forget the 
who which which woman it was, but it was something about Angela black, Davis. Yes, god damn it. And she gave her the book. It we were already talking about this. If we already fucking talking about Super Mario, it can't be too far fetched that I give you a fucking Super Mario book. You want to know more about Super Mario? Here you go. So why is the same does not apply here? I'm not giving you a book of Super Mario porn. I'm giving you the history of Super Mario. So why the hell is this not appropriate for a child? Like, come on. I don't know. Uh, Shit yeah. is weird. Shit yeah, is it's, weird. It's, uh, I mean, System is fixed. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So, I don't know. That, that storyline really pissed me off because, again, I'm not... I'm black, and I'm not a black woman, and I listen to black women, and I can only fucking imagine. And I've been at the recipient end of fucking microaggressions and bullshit ass thoughts about black people in the workplace, black men in the workplace. Like, and then you're mm -hmm. upset because motherfucking, I want to engage with you. I want to come here, do my job, and get the fuck out of here. But it's an issue for you when I'm not tap dancing and shucking and jiving for your bitch ass. But the moment that we can do all this shit and be comfortable for you, but the moment that we now want to discuss some shit that's real life shit, not something I'm making up or pulling out of my ass, now it's a problem. And this it's only is... one student that's trying to just learn more. I, I don't know. Yeah, the shit is it's weird. It's crazy. Yep. Weird as fuck. Because even as a black person, if I am teaching a class and a kid wants to know more about, let's say, the Holocaust, I'm not Jewish, it's my duty as an educator to find a way to make that work. Even if it's simply, here are two YouTube videos I'd like you to look at. Here's an uh, uh, um, author I'd like you to read. Um, there's a play. Like, if, even if it's that minor and it's not me giving you a book, I still... The shit is weird. And it's not like she's giving her extra credit for just re she's like, hey, like if you give me a report on this, hey, that's some extra credit for you. Cause you're you're that's not that's, even an issue. Is it is it that what we want kids to do? Like we want them to learn so that's they can even, actually move forward. That's and it's not even like, an issue. That's you not should, even what they're firing. You should her reward, for. you should reward kids for learning. Fuck school. <laughs> Everybody, that's how school works. That's what I'm paying tuition is is expensive ass fucking institution. The fuck you thought? Well, um, they can't go to South Central because Jazz is there and he's just a a, a hood rat. Where do they meet Jackie? So you mean this woman <laughs> with a whole job and an apartment dating Will? Yes, yeah, just like that whole man with an apartment and a job who's dating Hillary. Hillary is not in high school. No, I get it. I get it. I'm talking. Will's shit, in high school, it. and I'm just like, uh, Jackie. We don't know about her. I wrote yet. in my notes. I'm like, does Jackie have a full time job in her apartment? Has a because... She has a 401k. That woman is grown. That is a grown woman. <laughs> so <laughs> Will Will's in school, and she's just like, she was like, sneak out to this to the club. And <laughs> but then they, I'm they, like, they, I'm like, they wait a minute, I'm like. I said, like, where's she working like, at? Is it is that her rocking. part? Is that her second job? Like, is she? Yes. <laughs> yes, she's a dog groomer. She's a uh, uh, she work at a shoe store. She's a club Jackie promoter. And, I ain't seen Jackie in nobody in high school. Just high school for what? Jackie is thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> she is grown. <laughs> Shit, that uh, is a grown she's, woman. She's like sneak out <laughs> if you need a permission slip, ma'am. Where are you? He's parents? in high school, bitch. It is definitely a school night. <laughs> what do you mean? It is a whole Tuesday out here. This is right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I gotta sneak out. <laughs> oh my god, he's about anytime, any place. Sit your Janet Jackson ass down, Will Smith. Oh, boy, um, you got homework. <laughs> you got homework, and and you gotta go to school in the morning. Mm -mm. Well, Talking about some fresh for sneak, grade. You need permission. He kind of do. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's a child. <laughs> right. Jackie's just like, she's just like, I just can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the shit is weird. Even that I just want to know what high school Jackie's in. That's all. Because clearly she was at work when she called him. She graduated. Clearly, it was clearly one o'clock in the it was clearly one o'clock in the afternoon. No. <laughs> and she and she had work. That's why she said later she had to get off her shit. She's like, meet me in eight hours. I'm gonna log some OT. Meet me in nine hours at the after hour spot. Right. Ma'am, that is something grown people say. Jackie has a whole spot. Jackie has a whole husband <laughs> and a two-year-old daughter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, she's um Viv's age and shit. No, um, so Carlton and the BSU. So now this Ashley shit happens, and Carlton takes up the uh cause of let's do something about Ashley Miss Hughes, Ashley Hughes being uh fired. And is that what his team let's establish that that was his teacher too? Like everybody, mm-hmm. I think everybody yeah, in the bank's family. Had her as a teacher, which yeah, is still kind of weird to me. To hey, okay, she, I said she ain't. She like I said, I said Tatiana Ali ain't. She's not up there in age like that, so I don't understand. Well, I, if her and Hillary are like, I don't know, ten years apart, I could. Well, Mm-mm. maybe she, I don't know. Whatever. Don't don't think about the math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the math ain't mathing. Yeah, she younger than Jackie. <laughs> But it, <laughs> <laughs> but Yo. we are in the multiverse, you know. What yeah, I'm maybe you know, maybe maybe Ashley Alpha is a Scarlet Witch. So yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she, she, she just looks the same in every every multiverse. So. No, truly, man. If Wanda pop up with them a glass key, but yeah. So. uh <laughs> So they're they want to fight for her because she was such a good teacher and you know whatever else and which I mean it makes sense you want I've done this before when I was in high school so it's not unheard of but I feel like this was everyone rallies behind it like okay we'll do a walkout and then Will says yeah we're gonna walk out and it's a blackout okay I don't know how I feel about this and I don't know how I feel about that random black lady because she went there in episode one she's like they were like now okay we need somebody now it's to disagree. rent powers activate because here i come <laughs> this show said oh you thought we was filling you bsu <laughs> let's give you the con so this lady and i'm assuming she is maybe like the um staff council not council like staff liaison for this group or maybe over groups in general or something like that. And so she hears the the comments and instead of speaking up and saying something and offering sit back in the back and watch, let me yeah. watch these let me let me watch these slaves so I could tell Matt. No. <laughs> but instead of her like if you cuz she eventually disagrees with Carlton and the, their methods. But my thing is if you're the adult in the situation Bring that up now because now it's going to look like he's the problem. Bring right. it up during this conversation where even if they don't agree with you, you can't say they didn't hear you and express to them. Because to me, this goes back to the feeling about jazz and um and feel. This feels like you're being elitist. Like, mm-hmm. Carlton, your reputation's on the line. Fuck them other niggas that's in that class. They already going downhill. They're not worth saving. But you, it's like, 
it's like you're the chosen one. You're the good one. You're the good kind of black yeah. person. And that's why I was like, hold the fuck up, Miss Hen- Henretta, Miss Geraldine. What the fuck right. are you talking about? Let me just say this, too. Go ahead. It would have made a whole lot more sense her being an adult in the room to say, okay, guys, that's a that's one plan that we you guys can go mm-hmm. about doing this. Let's let's look at the options. Yeah. If you really want to lead the whole BSU in a in the right direction, you being the adult in the room with a bunch of impressionable Come on. Uh, high schoolers, say it. You you supposed to say, hey guys, I get that. That worked in in certain scenarios. Mm-hmm. Here's some other ways you guys can actually handle this if you really want to figure out how to get her back or how to do these things mm-hmm. instead of like you said, creeping around, sneaking off. And catch up Carlton by itself and be like, that's just gonna be on you. Like, that's manipulative. What that's these kids don't talk enough to their parents for me because I told my mom this half a say you <laughs> you gotta convince me to keep continue to watch this show, Rainy. You're not doing a good job right now. Well, we got a whole podcast. You to you too. It's your fault too, nigga. You're not doing a good job of convincing me. <laughs> no, because that is silly as hell to me. And it, and I get that Carlton is the main character, but again, the optics. First of all, you only brought the BSU in in season two, and this is to serve as Carlton and Will, well, mainly Carlton's black story arc. And I already like Carlton. We didn't necessarily need this. And I feel like we're, we're discounting, though this is fiction, duh, we're still discounting the thoughts, ideas, and feelings of these black kids in this union. Um, my friend JJ, Aaron, she mentioned these motherfuckers, being Will and Carlton, came out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. came to us before when you were running for president, and we, you got our vote. But where have you been? And she mentioned that from a place of someone who's been in like those spaces before, and it was something I didn't even consider. Like, yeah, you brought them in to be this rich part of his storyline for season two, but they for... They we have to assume that they existed in season one, but we never saw these people. You did not, not give them the time and energy, you did not mention them. And so now nope. when you got these black ass special black episode of the week, fight fight the power and all this. Now you bring them in as this backdrop. But even in this space, having that old lady tell him this is on you and your reputation, and not even consider that these kids, which which is such a slap in the face, because those kids. To me, that read as they're disposable. They're going to do what they're going to do. But so, no matter how wealthy these black kids is, you still they're still not the right kind of black for you. Mm-hmm. That you're not making this statement to everybody. Y'all futures are on the line. Even if I don't agree with what she said, you didn't address it to everybody. You addressed it to him. Like he's the only one that matters. Like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Why are you here? Again, um, a bad choice in writing uh, and the direction that they could have went in. Because I really feel like if you wanted to, because I think, mm-hmm. first of all, Belair, we've established that Belair High School is most definitely a white place. Yeah. Um, a space for wealthy white people to be there. Mm-hmm. I feel like if this teacher or liaison or whoever she is really gave a damn and she actually cared about what's going on in the BSA, her job as a as an educator or someone who is supposed to be a leader in that whole space, her job is to step up and say, "All right, guys. Again, like I said earlier, give 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 them other options outside of what they want to do in a walkout, so 
we can most definitely save all of these kids from being expelled or we can save all of these black kids from getting kicked out of school um not just one of the good ones right yeah i didn't like that figure out what y'all want to do on this fucking writing staff man because y'all y'all are killing me (laughs) y'all are killing me y'all killing me on this show man like why do y'all have to make it hard Mm, i don't know i I just i think some of these storylines are just and i get that it's a show with multiple people but she was right there in the room with them. You could have just made that something. scene longer. You could have just added exactly what she said to Carlton. She even could have said that to him. She could have addressed everybody and then be like, and Carlton, you running just, this. Or just just give them <laughs> just give them other options that could work. Bro, these kids are only here to be part of this black student union. We don't see them anywhere else. I so we gonna see we gonna see but just know i don't like i didn't like that and i don't know if i would have it would have i don't know if that coming from a white teacher would have softened the blow because i'm like oh they're white of course they're no it still wouldn't this was a silly thing to say um so good luck to carlton there and let's see let's do okay um, let me let me throw something out here really fast and then you can go i just want to throw out a question or i just want to make a comment Going. Will is not that good at basketball. It is the competition that he is playing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm gonna have to I hate to brush y'all's bubble. Hey, he ain't that good. He ain't that good. So when you say he ain't that good, are you saying that Jabari is a good at, at acting that role? Or are you saying no, like no, no. Will? I'm saying that we're 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 kind of overplaying our hand here with this Will. What I'm saying is he's good. But he ain't that good. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, <laughs> the competition he's playing is shit. Okay, <laughs> so let's not <laughs> this whole storyline. The reason why I'm saying this is because this coach Hightower dude, I'm tired mm-hmm. of him. Get him out of here. I'm I'm already like sick. Of him. I'm don't you don't like the, the I'm white sick man or him. Doc? I'm sick of him. Huh? Hightower, that's the white man, or is that Doc? Doc, I thought his name was oh. Coach Hightower or whatever. Oh, oh, no, I don't know whatever his name is. Well, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Steve Hart, Steve Hightower's uh, younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever he is. <laughs> We're in that we are in the Steve Harvey Show universe too. Look, Yo, yes. <laughs> that's so, Steve's younger brother. Bro. Doc. With his he mm, well, I'm so in. sick of this nigga. Get <laughs> him off my screen. <laughs> He is annoying. He is Yo. the mustache twirling villain, and it and it don't work for me. It Jeez. don't work. You want to get nil deals? You want to play for the big leagues? You want to do all? Hey, I ain't seen not one dude that you didn't show hey. me the proof. That's what show I'm me saying. the proof. That's what I'm saying. We had that pickup game, and that was it. Get his. Get his. Bad sweater wearing ass up out of here, okay? Okay, he in the club with a fucking ugly ass. Get out of here, nigga. No, he was the freshest of the week. <laughs> I nil. You want to do all these? And then, come on. Will is a very intelligent kid. Slash adult because he goes to clubs now. He is 30. <laughs> he has a whole 
he has got a whole uh, wife cheating on her husband with him. Hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, this dude is like, how does Will have the sense to make it on his own? And the stuff that he's been doing since season one, he's been like very street smart and savvy. He understands this shit. But Doc, all of a sudden, is just like, you know, kid, I can get you there. And he's like, yeah, that don't match up with me. Will is a lot more street smart than that. He makes stupid decisions sometimes because of his arrogance. Mm -hmm. But this ain't arrogance that's making him fall for this Doc character. It's desperation. Like he's, he, it makes him just like, oh, I got to make it on my own any way possible. And Doc's going to get me there. I'm like. And then he was talking about I was being recruited in Philly, but nobody's really like. I'm like, my nigga, you you literally ain't been there. You isn't this the same semester? Like, what year of school is this? Like, this is year five. Year five. <laughs> like, I don't think you've been Bel Air. Bel Air. I don't think that you've been in Bel Air Academy long enough for people to know. Hey, that nigga moved. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I do. I do. I'm trying I, to. I'm trying <clears throat> to understand why he is so like this, Doc. I haven't seen none of, of Doc's guy. players show up. It would be different boy. if I seen somebody that Doc has helped made to the league and just like, oh man, oh that's John Morant. Like, yeah, Again, Doc's my homeboy, and all this other shit. Even if it was a fictitious person that you just made up, the only thing we got is that guy, that random guy in episode one who he was, we was like cool with. It's like, yeah, I'll get you in touch with my guy. Who are you? Who are you? I ain't person? seen you hoop either. I ain't seen him play no no kind of ball. I ain't seen his jumper. Yeah, and this is what I'm what I mean when I say it feels like some stuff is like off camera, which is fine, but not stuff like this. Because like you, I don't I, I feel like you're falling into all American territory. And all American is not a bad show, but it's very much a CW show. It's very much it like you, you if you've seen the CW show, it's like just picture the flash with just slightly better writing or maybe slightly better plotting. It's a CW show and it's not a bad thing. I don't think it's a terrible show, but like you're walking that line now. And mm. the doc storyline is so weird to me. I was wrong about the familiar relationship, but I was not wrong about the relationship to Jackie. And even that feels like her, are you trying to fucking uncle? Get get the stop. Oh, God. <laughs> but no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think the Doc storyline is very weird because you don't have anything to back this up. And then for Will to be so stressed. Okay, this Doc storyline to me would have made more sense if Will was not back home. The moment you came back home and accepted the apology of the Banks family and that you were back in the fold, this stress to make it on my own and to get this d1 scholarship whatever you know i don't know i don't know basketball so whatever but that drive to get that specific type of scholarship to get into school feels so weird to me because you're not you want to know why you want to know why because he he refused to go back to philly because he said hey mom i have more opportunity living here in season one I don't remember the episode, <clears throat> but I remember him saying that. Well, and that's why mom he wouldn't go back to Philly. Yeah, huh? so I said him and his mom was only in two episodes together. <laughs> but that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. so, and I understand that he was betrayed by fucking Uncle Phil and all this other stupid stuff. But I don't, I, I don't, again, once him and Uncle Phil got back together, this desire to do this shit on your own feels like it's falling flat. Because honestly, 
let's let's just accept it. Let's say, okay, this is good. This is what they're doing. Why is this your desire? Because you're at Bel Air, you're getting a good education. Even if your grades aren't the best, I feel like being from Bel Air Academy is going to get you looked at. Is are you now? Are you still so wrapped up in basketball being your quote unquote way out? When you have all this opportunity here, not to say that you can't still strive for that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but just this very focused desire of getting this D1 scholarship. Like, is it if he came out and said that this is a desire for him because it's his only real connection back to Philly? Because here, though he has opportunity, he knows that you're in a different space that is not Philly. And me becoming an adult in this space just proves that me being in philly is the past but this is my way to still stay connected to something that i was on the verge of getting back then then okay Mm -hmm. but just this like desire him and phil both said the same thing there's more than one way to get a scholarship he's like oh it's more than one way to get school than philly and feels like well there's more i'm sorry there's more than one way to get the scholarship than just bel-air and Mm -hmm. phil was like well there's more than one way to get a scholarship than just this d1 shit like what is your goal and I understand that he's a kid, but the motivation doesn't make sense to me when you remove the anger and frustration that you have for Phil, because when you separate yourself from him and become your own man, you separate yourself from his resources. So the D1 thing makes sense to me. I have to get a scholarship some kind of way. But now that you're back in the fold, this makes no sense. Yeah, Just, and he keeps saying I'm tired of people handing things to me. I'm like, nigga, you you're got a liar. Apartment in a, yeah, you got a whole apartment in, in their house. What you talking about? Then you should have never came back. And also, you was on jazz. Well, no, I think he paid jazz. He paid jazz, right? But even either yeah, way, he was he was hustling <laughs> games at the park, which we should have saw. AKA I, I selling like, drugs. That's is is Doc not set up as a drug dealer? I feel like they took a drug dealing storyline and just made it basketball. Yeah, this that's what I feel weird. like too. This it's weird because I I mean, cool, you're doing something different, but I'm like, bro, you might as well put made it ice cream because like, what are we doing? This is, a, this is basically you got served. Doc is a predator. Get him <laughs> out of here. Get away from this um, school and quit trying to recruit me for your damn auxiliary basketball. Well, he, he what what he said? He said, he said, hey, you don't have to join my team. You can still do it at Bel Air. Okay. With his ugly sweater on. Just get him off my screen, man. I'm tired of this dude. No, he's he a hard, has he... to get the money from the Bel Air. From the Bel Air. It's from the banks. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, of I don't even understand Doc's motivation. Like, is he trying rich. to like? Is he trying to get money off of them? And then Uncle Phil just like next time you want to like, like sit down, you ain't gonna do shit, man. Vivian should have delivered that line to me. Bring out Thank the West you. Philly. That would have made Vivian more had. sense. And not to say that Phil can't be concerned, but but also Jeffrey is right there. He, he went back the, with the family like that yet. He still, don't, he's still, in, he's still integrating he, back in. No, no, no. But what he did do was let them know, hey, Will is spiraling. I know we ain't on good terms. but So what I'm saying is, even if he's not back in, at this point of the story, why is he not collecting information? Like, why? If in the next episode. Feel they gave the word yet again. No, no, fuck that. If in the next episode, Jeffrey does not address, even if it's a throwaway line, I looked in the doc. If, if I'm going to be mad because this, we get all this shit about Lou. 
a man who was never going to physically harm his son. We right. never that was never our concern. Our concern was him being a bad influence on Will. But you got this nigga outright like, come get on the winning team. I'm Suge Knight of basketball slash drugs. Come be on my team, Will. I'm gonna show up at all your games. I'm gonna be a fucking weird ass adult hunting you down to get close you to, to my niece. And how do we, we know you ain't offer your niece up to her to him? Do we still do we still trust Jackie now? Since we found out that's Doc's niece, I never trusted her. I always knew there was something. <laughs> Cause no, cause I was husband? like, that's her daddy. Yeah, yeah, Doc is her husband. <laughs> 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 that's her husband. <laughs> they go to Doc Will. No, but like I never, I never trusted her. I, the strength of Tyra playing Jackie did not translate to make me be like, oh, like I, it did for Lisa, though I didn't like Lisa's character. I still was like, oh, Lisa, whatever. Jackie, she will slit your throat. Jackie is a ninja. She is a, a work at Foot Locker. She um, has a husband, a 402K, two key. Like Jackie, Jackie is Jackie of all trades, master right. of none. I'm not, whole family <laughs> out here. But no, but seriously, I. I like um I like the Jackie character like her independently, but I don't I don't trust her. And it's not I because either. I think she about to like do him wrong, but I feel like what is the point of having her? Like what and then him being I feel like we're gonna get with her what we got with Will last season, where her secret was Will keeping his past secret from Lisa. So her secret is now Doc is pushing her to get close to him, push up on him, mm -hmm. influence him. Though she already did have interest in him, now she's torn between do I do this for my uncle and turn my back against family and be with him or, like, I don't need all that. And then him mm -hmm. kissing her. Okay. Though we haven't got to the episode yet, Will put his fucking lips down that girl's throat in front of Lisa. Say what you want about Lisa and Will and their weird relationship, but I was like, I gotta see what leads up to this because this feels weird. This feels weird to do, but mm -hmm. back to the episode at hand. I did not know that Doc was her uncle, but I did think that was her dad last episode. So I'm gonna count this as a win for me and predict the stuff. I will. Um, I will give you that. I think that's just you grown enough to hold down a full time job <laughs> <laughs> to, to own a dog at the club at night, but then your uncle walks over. You're like, oh, that's my uncle. She was like, hey, I ain't doing nothing. If I work at a club and my niece works at a club and my niece is 30 and I see her dancing, grinding on a guy at the club. Who's a high schooler? What? No, okay, let's stop. It. We're in high school. Hey, we, can't, okay. we can't get around you, that. You deflate my school. argument. Let me start off. <laughs> if I work Where at a club and my niece is a high schooler. Just well, no, you take college you don't club? mean you in college. I can't make this work. I was trying because why are we at this club? Why is okay? If it's a after hour spot where we just chilling and we like young young adults, cool. But then if it's a club, why is Will there? But if it's the after hours chill spot for the kids, why is Doc there? This is Jazz what literally is had to get Jazz said in the beginning. He's like, "Look, y'all don't drink, don't do nothing because it's on I'm me if y'all somehow." Yeah. They he are the only in. ones underage. Everybody else is grown, <laughs> which means Jackie and Doc are the same age. I am. This show is so weird. <laughs> that scene I from like, like, I'm like, Jackie got a whole. I said, Jackie called this boy at two, eight, two, 2 p.m. in the afternoon talking about some, hey, sneak out tonight. 
when I get off my shift right. <laughs> at work and we'll hang out. Do you did you do you remember Save the Last Dance? That yes. when she was like, let me squash this shit. <laughs> That's what this shit looked like. This was, this was lifted right from Save the Last Dance. Oh no. <laughs> I wanted Julia Styles to pop up and do her little. But um, but yeah, that that was kind of odd. I did enjoy the Carlton part of that scene, though him actually dancing with those two black girls, yeah, and I think I it's like, very God, important ahead, that they were black girls because he's not had the best track record. And I don't I don't blame him because I feel like as a black kid, you're just finding your footing. But I like that he was kind of getting into this space where like I'm chal- I'm I'm addressing my fears, mm-hmm. and. He didn't even talk to uh Darby Darby in the dead. He didn't even talk to her initially without being pushed for it. So I I Carlton is my favorite. They're setting us up, man. They're setting us up for the for the fall, though. Yeah, they is. I already see it. I'm still gonna stick beside him, like I did in season one. I'm stick beside Ollie. I got you, brother. Yeah, I am too. Because I I, Carlton is one of my one of my favorite characters on the show. Yeah, I think him and Jazz are truly killing it. Truly killing it. Um that's really all I got about grown ass Doc, and um, and, I just and... I'm tired of him. I, can this can this can we get this over with? Because no, his <laughs> shitty sweaters, and then he at the no. We need to see him and Will sitting on the front steps of somebody's house in their black tracksuits. I was like, who is this Jackie's house? Who house is this? I watched the the trailer that they play at the end of the first episode to show the whole season. I'm like, how are we getting to some of these spots? I'm gonna keep watching for that alone. Who house is this? Still, um, I'm still debating. Okay, well then let's stress you out more. Let's move to Phil and um his conversation with <laughs> Jeffrey. First of all, you don't think Jeffrey's shirt was fresh? That little pleated shirt he had. <laughs> Bruh, what's up? If I go to my notes. <laughs> what's up? Uncle Phil is a bitch ass nigga. Oh, wait. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Yo. You know, Jeffrey, you family. And G, I? I love you, bro. That you was the fakest shit I've ever heard in my fuck. Get the fuck. The only reason why I'm sticking with this right now is because I need to see what's going on with Jeffrey and his kid because mm-hmm. that part of it really got to me. He was like, yes. he's like, I know what arrangement I made. I know what I did where I can't see him anymore, but up here, but he said, it ain't working for me. And yeah. I was like, I was like, man, I want to see how this happens. I, I want to see what happens with that. Um, but as far as I feel apologizing, and this this apology uh, this apology tour that feels going on, man, you mm. kiss my ass, man. That dude is a bitch ass nigga, and he gonna mm-hmm. be one. And <laughs> I'm not de- I'm not fucking with him. I didn't like it. I didn't like the whole between. I didn't like the back and forth between him and Jeffrey. I felt mm-hmm. like the damn apology. I don't know if it was the acting or if it was just because I don't like Uncle Phil in this show, <laughs> but I hated that damn apology. I thought it sucked. I thought it was like you family and all this other bull. You should have said that to that man beforehand. You, yeah, you, you should have never left. It. You should have never said when you fired and all that. Man, get out of here. Now, I love you, bro. Get, fuck you, nigga. Get out of here. You love me because your wife told you. <laughs> so tell me this. I think I asked you this in season one, but do you think that um, 
the actor playing Jeffrey would have did a better job as Uncle Phil? Mm-mm. I like him as like this mysterious spy. No, 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 no. Him aside, like the Jeffrey character aside, like the actual actor, like his, because I know you don't uh, like Phil's acting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Mm-mm. No, um, I, need him, I need him to be J- John Wick. He's, he's Luca. John Wick. This nigga is no, he Luther is a Wick. <laughs> he's Luther, man. Yeah. Even when he came back, he was just like, it looks like you'll be 10 minutes late. I was like, yeah. oh, let me go ahead, Jeffrey. I was like, go ahead with the spy ass. I love yeah, it, man. That's him. That's but him all day. I hated I this back and forth between him and Phil. I thought it was I thought it was shitty. I don't like Phil. I think he's a horrible. I, give me a new Uncle Phil. Here's, let's do something. Here's something that we, we need to do. You know what? I thought about this. What? Instead of replacing... Instead of doing a switch with Aunt Viv, let's do a uh, let's get a light skinned Uncle Phil in here, Bruh, If they do Terrence that. Howard doing? Put somebody call Terrence Howard. <laughs> get him on the phone. Think of a campaign for Terrence Howard for you. Get yes. Terrence Howard on the phone. I think he would somebody kill it. Terrence Howard and give him a check. I don't know, man. Shit, him, get the him, fuck him. out of here with this. This guy is horrible. And you mm. and y'all be riding for this dude. Oh no 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 no! Y'all, you better be speaking to the audience at large because I am not a fan. Now last season, no no no, I ain't gonna hold you. Was, last that season, was your homeboy, and you was riding nigga. for him. Rain. Yes, don't do that. And don't, I'm not even gonna do deny it. But season two, my thoughts have changed. I'm not a fan. I don't like anything that he has done in this entire season so far there's not one thing that he's done even the situation with reed where he's like oh yeah now you got to take the gloves off what <laughs> girl what are you talking I'm out. about i'm what? out did that run out of money because michael Lee ain't know to be he gonna pop up I, look when i looked up um when i looked up riel down <laughs> when i looked up her uh appearances I made sure I did not look for anybody else. Because if they say Michael Ely and this is one episode, I'm going to be hurt. So I didn't even. I didn't even. Michael Ely, man. Michael Ely ain't no. I ain't seen Michael Ely yet. That nigga was like, hey, y'all got my money? This is a finale. You working on it. That's a finale (laughs) appearance. Don't play with him. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Come on, Bill. Don't play with it. These niggas cannot pay Michael Ely. That's fucked up. Hey. <laughs> Look, hashtag, yeah. hashtag pay Michael Ely. <laughs> you didn't got this vampire in season one. You just wrapped it up, sent them to Europe or something. But I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Uncle Phil. I don't I don't like the way anything has been handled. The well, except for the conversation about Carlton and his drugs. That's the only thing. Other than that, the apologies to me were weird. Um even more so than his apology to Jeffrey, his apology to Will. Will is a child. Will is a child. Like th- the fact that it took you so long, like I just I don't know. I think it's weird. And then again, even the comment about Reed, it's like, yeah, I get supporting your wife, but oh, you're gonna have to take the gloves off now, sweetie. What girl? What are you? What are we talking about? Shut up. Shut up. Offer nah, more just, than just that. Now nah, that was your homeboy last season. Um, yeah, it was. You gonna think gonna deny that? A little bit longer for me to be convinced, Rain, because you were just like, "Mom, you don't." You just, you I don't care about you being convinced, nigga. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, I know my heart. <laughs> no, but I, I just don't care. He's done. Like even on the the boat, this I get that as an adult, you still there. You are not perfect as an adult. You're still gonna make right. mistakes. Right. So I get all that, but you are the head of household. You have made it your job 
to oversee everything, not just because you're a parent. You have been monitoring your son and his uh, drug intake with anxiety stuff. You've been uh, had your hand in Hillary shit. You were willing to bail her out of any and everything. Ashley is your peanut or buttercup, whatever the fuck you said. Like you have been take charge of all things, but you can't acknowledge that you fucked up with both Will and Jeffrey. It takes all of this. Like, you got to put yourself aside. I don't have sympathy for him because I don't like the way this was handled. And especially, even if you weren't doing it on your own volition, the fact that your wife is coming to you, pretty much pleading with you to, like, you fucked her over with the damn election shit last season. Like, you mm -hmm. disregarded her and money and all that shit. And she coming to you off some shit that's not even going to negatively affect you in your career or nothing. This is family shit. And she's mm -hmm. telling you, make it right. And then you take all this. Like, I don't have any sympathy for you. You are a weirdo. You pick and choose what works for you. You are not the be-all, end-all that you think you are. It feels like Jeffrey was still out living his life, still being able to monitor your family. Without him, you're at a deficit. He's not at a deficit without you. Maybe emotionally, because he loves your family. But mm -hmm. you aren't, just because you are the one making the money, I guess, that's not enough. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't like that he's handled anything in this season, and I feel like it's going to take some backflips, some cartwheels, and handstands from him to make me feel better about his character because you are a shitty dad. You are yeah. a shitty person. You, like, do better, nigga. Like, if I kept my nephew's dad away from him, and that came out, even if my intentions were pure, I would have to take whatever shit he wanted to yell at me mm. and i would have to beg him for forgiveness this is why i did it it was best for you it might not have been right you might not have felt it was right but you were a child i'm an adult i did what i thought was right you could be mad at me but you gonna hear my apology and you gonna know that when you're done being mad you can come to me not some well i talked to him some other time girl shut the fuck up jump off this boat i was so fucking done with him <laughs> That, that was your fault. That was your fault, though. What? Shut up. Quit breaking up all shit. Your, it was your people's. It was your post. Shut up, Cole. <laughs> I kept the same energy the whole time. Okay, nigga. You did. People change. The fuck? So, yeah. Them, I just, them your people's. Them, them, like, that's your post, though. This peanut head ass. I don't think you understand, Uncle Phil. Hey. Cole. I don't deny nothing I said last season. All I'm saying is what the information I've been presented with, fuck him. <laughs> Um, I had Period. something else I wanted to bring up, and uh, this is more. This ain't really got. I guess it is kind of storyline stuff, but I, I mm -hmm. still wanted to ask: Is it me, or mm -hmm. does Vivian not have nothing to do? No, she has to play phone tag with. She's Reed. very, she's very minor so far. I know it's only two episodes, but no, it's it gonna wrap like up her... when Phil start cheating. You saw that clip when he start cheating. We saw... She gonna go and pull Reed from Transylvania or wherever vampires live. Yes, <laughs> she gonna ramp up. I, I, even... I just it, it feels like it's like I, I know she's. I feel like the stuff that Vivian is doing so far is like busy work. Like I feel like she's not being a part, and maybe that's just me. I think because the cast. I, is I, I enjoy um Cassandra. I think her name is Cassandra Freeman. Mm -hmm. Again, I raved about her last season as being yeah. Vivian, and she was such an important part of the first season and mm -hmm. i know we're only two episodes in but i just feel like they just giving her like little busy tasks to do 
and she don't really have like a real storyline to me. Yeah, this I, is how I feel. No, no, I, I think you're right, but I'm okay with it now because I I know something bigger is coming. Like her cussing out that assistant, <laughs> and also knowing that field is going. He, he may not cheat, but emotionally cheat. Mm. Oh yeah, she gonna hit him over the head with one of them canvases. <laughs> she, <laughs> so I, I I agree with you. I feel like she is kind of just there, but I think having her presence, like visually seeing her, is more important than like giving her this big ass storyline now because I I I can see that we're ramping up to something bigger with her. I but her storyline was one of the better parts of the first. Like, I just feel like she's just a really good Aunt Viv. <clears throat> and I like to see her on screen. And she is, oh, she's so unapologetically black in that show. And I love it. And I just want more of her um, mm-hmm. doing stuff. So That's fair. My issue with her, though, is that I don't want her storyline to be feel cheated. When you hyped her up Me in too. season one, we on the same page. Being this big art, like I would much rather her. I get the read thing because maybe they can't get Michael Ely but for a couple episodes. But I, I like the issue with Reed, but I would like even more if you would show me the shit she said before. Like, I want to get inner city kids into art. Like, show me that. Give me the trials and tribulations of you dealing with making that happen. Because I think with the Carlton and the uh, anxiety medicine storyline, you're giving us a peek into an actual real world thing that black people are dealing with that you maybe don't see to that degree on screen. So do the same thing with art. Um, I think art is a is a industry that is easy enough to get into because you can draw, you can paint, whatever. But they're just like any other industry. There is gatekeepers and there are processes and resources like having an art fellowship. Those words in that combination mean nothing to me. I didn't know what that meant. This show, speaking about it and making it a thing she's dealing with, put it on my radar. Now, I still may never want to be affiliated with her or nothing, but give me more insight. Just like the influencer house, however poorly or well done you think that storyline was, it put that idea in a lot of people's faces. And so you even saw Hillary go through the process of moving in, dealing with challenges, do the same thing with, with Vivian. What does it mean to have an art fellowship? What does it mean to get inner city kids to create art and to do showing? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. That's what I want. So I don't just need feel cheated. I need he cheated while I was helping these black yeah. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so now when we whoop his ass, <laughs> he ain't gonna cheat. He gonna do Man. something. I don't I know what he gonna do. He gonna step with her. Him and that girl gonna be stepping. <laughs> step, 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 do it right. <laughs> like, well, it feels very stiff, so he'll probably be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that hit everything except for specifically Will and the coach, the the white guy who's the actual coach of Bel Air. Oh, we you... wow, we ain't even talk. We didn't did this whole pod, and we hadn't even talked about the main character. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. Necessary. I didn't care. Yes. Yes. I didn't care. I didn't yes. care. Hey, it's a team. We need man. Sit down. You you are dating a a married woman. Uh, you need to go somewhere and stop. Bro, what? You I... are dating a married woman. Jackie is married. She is. She's Polly. I don't know, but I don't. I don't care about it either because I feel like they're trying to do with this storyline what they doing with Ashley. Because what's the guy Kirk? Yeah, like, oh, he's like, I know, Will. I know I missed the shot, man. He was like, I'm just trying to save from West Philly. I'm like, I, I, 
to be yeah. honest with you, Will don't play basketball good enough for me to care. So, and I like <laughs> I'm a basketball fan. Ah. Like, that nigga can't hoop, bro. Like he's terrible. Dang. You can't sustain. He just playing belief. like he just playing bad teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't I don't care either. I think yeah. last season was was better. I don't know. I think if we're gonna go the D one whatever shit, I think if you had have made Will play, but then also play with Doc late at night, which is making him tired and perform poorly at Bel Air, then maybe I could. See Doc the don't play late at night because he being he's in a he's in a teen club <laughs> recruit. Bro, just <laughs> uh, yeah. Doc is in a team club. Hey. Chilling with I guess I guess the club was split. It was the, the club team owner. side and like the adult side. I, and he you know there. what? I saw that as the VIP area for some reason. I didn't even in the I team like, club. <laughs> it's where the VIP that clearly Doc ain't supposed <laughs> clearly Doc ain't supposed to have no VIP area in the team club. <laughs> man, I don't know what the hell it's, no, it's it was a, a bit R. Kelly-ish, don't you think? <laughs> man, say that to Jackie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think having it a VIP club. area in the team club is terrible. It should never be spoke of again. It didn't even have to be a club. They could have <laughs> like that. We did this interaction didn't have to happen there. It could have been a bowling alley. <laughs> like it truly, because like where I'm from, we we have like two big bowling alleys, and they've I remember being a teenager bowling on a Friday night and I'm just having real good music playing. You know, you got your little bar with like wings and stuff. And there were like families, there were teenagers, right. there were it could have been a bowling alley. And that would have, I, I would have been able to who being adult and who being a kid would not be stressing me out this much. That could have just been at a bowling alley. And you could still uh. dance. You can still kind of, you know, do whatever. And, and then that would have made more sense. But, oh, my <laughs> uncle's coming. Because, bitch, we had a bowling alley. Why are you grinding on this boy? We are at a club. You're supposed to do this at a club. Oh man, I don't have a problem with that, niece. So Doc, <laughs> Doc getting bottle service from a teen at a teen club is terrible. <laughs> like, can you even handle this liquor? It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what? I guess he was like, "This is a, this is the adult side over here. Come on over here, Will." Because there's no way to mix those two. There's no way that some kids <laughs> look grown, and there's no way that some grown people look a little young. It's like, come on. This is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was weird. What? Yeah, what? Never mind, because I'm not even going to take it there. So, <laughs> this is wrap this up. This is wrap it up, because this is going to keep going, and I don't want to do that. Okay, okay. I don't want to do that. Well, listeners, um, what did you think about the team club? Let us know. Use the hashtag <laughs> POF5. <laughs> No, uh, this was this was an interesting episode. My final thoughts are I am going into episode three optimistic, but with all of these critiques and concerns in mind and hoping that some of this stuff starts to make sense or gets course corrected by the end of episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed this show for season one and I'm enjoying revisiting these characters, but some of the actions are a bit off to me. And I think this is one of those shows where you sometimes you get critiqued as an adult who enjoys 
consuming media. Oh, this is for kids or this, this and that. But this show in particular is not one that you could say, oh, well, you get so upset. This is catered to children. No, this ain't no fucking cartoon. They have it listed as a drama on the. That's what I'm saying. But you know how folks are, you know, with me being into comics and uh, animation and stuff like that, I oftentimes hear that being a critique when someone has an issue with a part of a property. Oh, this is for kids. Okay, girl. Well, let's explain all them 40 something year olds who are behind the scenes, who are doing wardrobe. Who are putting time and energy and this is their career this ain't no damn i don't know uh fucking the sweet life of zach and cody but all that being said i think that uh, i'm going to be a bit more optimistic but i'm going to let the show by episode three determine how i'm going to feel about it going forward well i guess since we have a podcast together and we need to do content I guess I can go on and watch the next episode, but if I'm being completely honest, I, I think <clears throat> how can I put it where it doesn't sound mean? Well, fuck it, it is gonna sound bad anyway. <laughs> I don't really. I feel like don't stab me in the back. Don't establish uh, these characters to be completely like going for black, and we we love black people, and we love black this and and legacy and and ownership and all this other shit that they that they kind of feed push down our throat and then we get to a point where um classism becomes a case because you can't support black if you're if you're going to support classism does that make a little bit of sense am i okay no yeah i do i just don't feel like i feel like like it really hurt for me to see that whole situation with jazz and again, I don't know where the storyline is gonna go, but and I maybe I would now. just jump too fast. But it, you just can't establish the things that you establish with Vivian and Phil, and then they look at Jazz a certain type of way because he's not of means or whatever the case may be. The man makes a pretty good life for himself, from what I've seen on the show so far. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of hurt my feelings a little bit just to see. You know, if I'm being transparent, like that just hurt. It tapped into something that, that's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. And it really hurt my feelings to see like they went there with that character or they might go there with that character. Yeah. And I just wasn't, I, I wasn't feeling it. And I was ready mm-hmm. to just say, fuck this show. And I don't want to see that shit no more because that's fair. You know, I feel like you guys have established the banks as loving black people, loving everything about being a part of the culture and so on and so forth. And then mm-hmm. now you look at jazz, it's like, this street nigga who ain't supposed to like date your daughter, right? Who who ain't even out here thugging or 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 selling dope or no shit like that. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it episode by episode. But mm-hmm. that really that really fucked with me. That that whole that whole scene fucked with me a lot, and I mm-hmm. ain't like. No, I feel you. That's fair. That's fair. I, um, I'm with you there, and I'm hoping that episode three gives us a little bit more insight. Um, but whatever your feelings are, I think they're justified because this is what we have so far. It's not like you watched the whole season and they did something different and you're still mad. This is what we have at this time of the recording. So I think I think you're justified. Um, so that's that. Shit. <laughs> um, listeners, let us know how y'all feel. Are you Uncle Phil or are you Jazz in this situation? And um. Cole, let these folks know where they can find you, support you, listen to you, and all that good stuff. Um, if you want to support me, you can catch me every Thursday for Thursday Night Lights. It's a live radio show on BYNKRadio.net. 
Um, it's every Thursday at 7 p.m. from 7 to 9. You'll have me giving you music news, letting you guys know what new releases are dropping at midnight, and also playing some of the newest stuff that, that comes out um, on you know hip-hop and R&B. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at ColeJackson12. Uh, I get a lot of tech. Well, I've been a little quiet on Twitter now because I've been busy. And um, you can catch me on, on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. Yes, 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 y'all. And those links will be in the show notes along with my Twitter and TikTok, Carefree Blur, Carefree Black Knight on Instagram and everywhere else. YouTube, if you're watching it, hey, hit that subscribe and like. And those of you on the podcast platforms, go ahead and uh, leave a review, leave a like, leave a comment. Use the hashtag POF pod if you want to talk some mess on the Twitter timeline. And uh, until next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky. And if you are a teenager dating a a uh, 43-year-old woman who runs a uh, footlocker <laughs> and then her uncle is a year younger than her, go back home to Uncle Phil and tell him what's happening and be open about your relationship so he can help you out. All right, tell your husband. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>